Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Thunderdome Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 10th. I am your host, Troy Chang. Well, what a wacky week of football. Lots of crazy, unexpected results, both in the NFL and in the Thunderdome. But we all know that one team has been consistently bad yet again. We know that rum shakers are in the crosshairs of the woke mob. And even though some would try to cancel the great Thunderdome Fantasy Football podcast, let it be now known that you snubbed the podcast at your own team's peril. Week 9 is in the books, uh, and uh, so it's that time again to bring in our co-host, Commissioner Ron Lim. Commissioner, it was a pretty good weekend fantasy football for you. Yeah, uh, well, well-needed win. Not only in this league, I saw in the other leagues, you you pretty much... Uh, you pretty much went across the board. You got a sweep. You won in all of your leagues that weekend. Yeah, it's just just a lucky week. Yep. There'll be there'll be weeks where I lose every league. <laughs> well, uh, well, I would, uh, I certainly will take any one week like yours that that you just had. All right, let's get right into. It. Let's look into uh, the week nine matchups that was. Uh, first matchup, uh, well, right away, that's where Zuki Zilla's uh, posted his top score, the point oh eight, victorious, uh, only able to come out with 81.48. And with that, victorious drops to number three in the standings. Uh, Zuki Zilla's surges up to number two. Uh, yeah, um. Not much to talk about here. Basically, obviously, Victorious' whole team was on by, so uh would have been a, a pretty tall tall ask of him to try to win this or win this past week. Not only with all those buys, but going forward without no Derrick Henry, uh it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to uh keep up that uh top of the standings for him, although you know, with such an early lead in the records, he should be able to make the playoffs. But uh, it's going to be tough to to be without really the top one of the top scores in fantasy football. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be obviously hard to replace Derrick Henry, but uh, you know, um, not impossible. Hopefully, Chris Carson can come back for him healthy before the uh, season's over. Yep. Well, our next matchup was a thriller. It was fifty-eight. Barely edging variant, uh, 58 scoring 125.64, and ouch, variant 125.14, a just a mere 0.5 difference between the two. Uh, I'm sure variant all the way till the end of this week will be hoping for a stat correction in his favor, but uh, it was 58 that that came out with a win, variant with his first loss in a long time. Uh yeah, and um, I noticed uh, his number one point getter is some guy named Friermuth. I have no idea who that is. Um, but 
he was a top point getter, but the guy that really killed Barry is Mahomes. He is just not himself right now. 12 points from Mahomes, that seemed like an impossibility. Absolutely, I would agree with that. But you think going forward, uh, Mahomes should be able to bounce back uh, to his normal self, or you think Variant should be trying to unload Mahomes for another package? Um, I think I think he's going to come around. Um, they'll figure it out. I don't know what's going on over there in Kansas City, but uh, it doesn't make sense for him to for Variant to try to unload Mahomes. Uh, he's as he's at his lowest value right now. Yeah, Friar Moose. Uh, you know, I don't know who that is. That was a great tight end out of Pittsburgh, a rookie tight end. And I'm not sure if I spoke to Variant uh, individually or if I had said this earlier in the podcast, but I do remember Variant asking me uh, about Firemuth, and I shared some of my fantasy knowledge uh, that Firemuth was uh, one to be looked out for. I think it maybe, but might have been during the draft. And sure enough, Variant took that fantasy advice and, uh, well, you know, didn't come quite with a win, but uh, hey, made it close though. Uh, yeah, and he has a tough decision to make with uh, Fryermuth and Noah Fant because uh, I don't know, maybe he might have to start playing Fryermuth going forward. He's been looks like based on the stats, been pretty consistent the past couple weeks. Oh yeah, Fryermuth, that rookie has been uh, quite reliable, especially with the the unfortunate uh, Juju injury. All right, so the next matchup, Squishy Auto Draft comes out with a huge win, 108-64, dealing a painful loss to the number one man, Wolfpack. Uh, Wolfpack only able to score 101-82, so Squishy with a great win uh, that week. Um, like I said, Wolfpack is probably licking his wounds on that one. Uh, yeah, it's a tough loss. Um Wolfpack is, you know, is obviously reeling with McCaffrey out, but now that they're, they're going to start working McCaffrey back in, you know, I expect Wolfpack to start reeling off some wins. Sure. And it, it's probably even more painful uh, of a loss where he actually had McCaffrey back in this game. But, of course, he left uh, Connor uh, and his 40 points on the bench. Uh, pretty painful. Pretty painful way to lose there. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd say so, but uh, who knew Chase Edmonds was going to get knocked out so early, you know? <laughs> well, our next matchup was also a thriller. Like I said, this weekend of NFL football was just had a lot of crazy outcomes, uh, a lot of crazy finishes, a lot of losses by teams that you just wouldn't have thought of, you know, like, uh, for example, the Bear- Bills losing to the Jaguars and well, we have another matchup here in fantasy. A lot of crazy matchups, a lot of underwhelming scores, but tight games. Stanky boys, ninety six point oh six defeats. Coin the game, ninety five point seven six. Another nail biter, and a very very close game. But Stanky boys able to squeak out the victory there. Yeah, you know, Luke eked out a real close one this past week, but uh, you know, he he always made. Just one better decision than uh, Kuhn the Gang and, you know, pulled it out. Another yeah, bad Kuhn beat. The gang. Kuhn the Gang, uh, like I said, uh, was a victim of that aforementioned Bills-Jacksonville game. And, uh, you know, uh, 
Cleveland throttling Cincinnati didn't help that his Jamar Chase uh, wide receiver slot. And um, although a lot, a lot of points in that Chargers game, uh, Eckler and Williams underwhelmed, certainly. So uh, another loss for Kuna Gang, and they are holding on to that eighth spot now in the standings. Um, our next matchup here, well, this was a uh, pretty big beating that you put down. Um, you did take the biggest blow of the week. Uh, you took out TLA, who barely, barely left, uh, gave the run for the money for 58 to try to take over the mantle of 58. He scored a measly 59.7 to your 125.28. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, TLA definitely gave uh, 58 a run for his money, but he barely eked out the win. Uh, one of his one of his guys got one more one reception that he needs to stay above 58, and he did it. And uh, but you know what? I I actually was very confident going into this past week, um, because TLA had shunned the podcast. Yeah. So I pretty much knew I was going to win. So I didn't. I didn't even have to look at the matchup. I already. It was. It, it was definitely yeah. easy victory, and it was. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a. Uh, it looks like the curse rained down on TLA. Uh, if it weren't for that uh, last check down to Najee Harris at the end of the game, uh, he wouldn't have uh, been able to beat that fifty. But he luckily got that one, so he did get to stay out of that. But well, who knows? Who knows how long uh, this curse is going to last for TLA? You know, you just don't want to tempt fate. Uh, and, you know, you, you're you going to be celebrated at, for the top score. But then when you decline that uh, honor, then, well, well, we see the proof is in the pudding. We see what happened to his team the very following week. Uh, yeah, you know, um. Yeah, that's that's just what happens when you you shun the podcast. Uh, he, you know, you know, honor coming on. He mentioned he was uh, very very uh, tied up with some busy work there, something very difficult things that he had to take care of. Now, uh, I yeah, he had to he had to hook up some phones or something. I don't know. Yeah, I I you know what's so interesting about that? I could have sworn I I do remember you had to uh, replace your phone because your phone had a, uh, the battery was a. Uh, jacked out there so they had to you had to replace that phone yeah and one thing that stuck with me was how you mentioned how amazing how amazing it was how amazingly easy it was to set up your new phone uh yeah i mean the carrier pretty much does it for you you know so it's i don't know and i'm pretty sure you said you just put your phones next to each other and it, it just kind of uh pretty much set up itself everything just was kind of transferred uh, wirelessly. Really, no fuss and no muss. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not a lie. I mean, it did take like ten minutes, so you know, mm-hmm. a little longer than I expected. Mm-hmm. But uh, somehow, uh, this new—I don't know. There's some newfangled phone that uh, TLA has, but evidently it takes a uh, a couple, several nights, a late night, a whole night, a whole day. That uh, you know, I guess. Uh, you know, couldn't get it done in order to get the podcast done. So, well, yeah. uh, 
Well, I, you know, you know, you but know. uh, you know, fifty-eight though. I mean, he had a he had a great week. You know, he he got a victory, and then also he got to, you know, sweat out my matchup with TLA, thinking, oh my gosh, TLA is gonna take over the mantle of <laughs> fifty-eight. But ah, uh, yeah, it was exciting. Yeah, it was uh, close. whole weekend football for fifty-eight for sure. He yeah. he, like you said, he he. Got that victory at the end, and then uh, was had a little bit of fun, hoping that he would be able to get out of uh, the mantle of the lowest score ever, fifty-eight. He was hoping that somebody's new name would be the fifty-seven, but uh, well, fifty-eight is all safe and all his. Yeah, uh, I I can just I could just imagine what was happening in Monday Night Football. Him fifty-eight just screaming at the TV, screaming at Najee <laughs> Harris. Cursing him to death and uh, must have been it was brutal, but yeah, you know what? I know he must have been and, like he he must have been uh yo yoing between elation and depression, taking yeah. one shot of noju because yeah. he had to drown his sorrows because he's still 58, yeah. and then in the other hand, take another shot of noju in yeah. celebration of beating variant. The noju was probably flowing that night. Yeah, I mean, you know, but but Noju, five shots of Noju equals one shot of real soju. Yeah. So, you know. so it took a lot of Noju bottles to to try to get him to feel something there. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he opened the whole case. <laughs> All right. And, of course, the last matchup, I uh, the uh, bye week sw- scored my obligatory just around 100 points. And 18 just came through, blasted, blasted me with his 136-38. Uh, again, I just look at the scores during the week and see all these other scores that if I could have had a better matchup, if I could have played TLA or Kuna Gang or maybe Victorious or Stakey Boys, I could have pulled out a W there. But no, I got to run into the A-team. And uh, well, yeah, and so this season continues. Uh, fancy not going right, my bet's not going right, UFC not going right. Oh man, this this season of football is pretty painful. Yeah, um, I, I don't really know what to say, Trey. It's <laughs> just been one unlucky week after another. And like you said, you're not running to the bus or anything. You're just, you're just, unfortunately, having that matchup where with the guy that's just going a little bit more than you. All right, so uh, I'm more than happy to put week nine behind us, and uh, we'll get ready for week ten, and uh, we'll be ready to bring in Zookzilla's. All right, and so, Ron, let's uh, welcome in the guest of the week, the top scorers, Zuki Zillas. Zuki Zillas, welcome into the podcast once again. You dirty letton! <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, great to join you guys. I didn't know how how much uh, hard work you put in to make this thing happen. So I, I miss you. I miss you, you dirty letton. <laughs> <laughs> The lechon is in the house. <laughs> All we needed was one top score from Zookzilla's. Uh, oh man, you gave the big, 
beat down to Victorious. Uh, you took them down 141.08 to 81.48. How'd that feel this week? Well, you know, I, I really feel bad for him because uh, he's had a pretty good season, but uh, he's in a world of hurt, and uh, hopefully this is not the beginning of the end for his season. <laughs> uh. So you are now up to number two in the standings. You are uh, right behind a team. Uh, your team is surging. You've been steadily moving up the board. Although all year I said your team is uh, dangerous and one one of the only few real contenders to the championship this year. Well, you know it's it hasn't been easy. It's been a rough, uh, interesting season, and uh, it's good to start off the, uh, the the second half of the season with a win. But if I go five and three the rest of the way, great, you know. But you know, it's winner take all. So uh, you know, it's there's a lot of teams. I think ten teams still in it. Uh, oh to, my gosh! Right? Wait, we can. You're on a bye week. You're playing fifty nine. Come on. It's fifty-eight. Don't don't give him that extra point. What? Fifty-nine. Rich is fifty-nine. Oh no no! I'm talking about who? Zook Zook's playing. Zook is playing. 58. Oh, he is playing fifty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, is a huge gosh. week. Huge week for the uh, the top. You know, five, four, five teams in the league, and I'm still uh, considering uh, victorious in there. But this week is uh, is going to separate the men from the boys uh, for the uh, what for the season crown. Yeah, it does look like this is going to be a huge week. There there are going to be a lot of um, teams that are in the upper echelon that do need wins to separate. So we have some topics to get to, but let's let's quickly go through these matchups so we can get to those topics. First of all, again, like we talked about, Zookzillas, you yourself are looking to go against 58 it actually looks like a kind of a tough matchup, but this is going to hit the number two seed you versus 58. Uh, do you think he will pull a 50 or you think uh, you, are you a little bit concerned about how well pigs may show up this weekend? No, hey. he will win. <laughs> drinks real told you 58 drinks. No, you, he will win. Well, you know, I got Roman, you know, everyone strikes. And uh, at, the, at the end of the week, I'll, you know, of the week, I said, you know what? I got This is going to be a shootout. But 58 might get me this time. You know, uh, my top guy has COVID. I'm not sure if he's going to make it out. But it is interesting to see his team because he continues to add uh, wide receivers. Yeah. Or, you know, or it has, you know, tons of receivers. But, uh, you know, like me, just precious few running backs. So we'll see how it goes this week, but I, I'm not as confident as I was, uh, you know, starting the week. Yeah, you're interesting, just gonna, interesting you're gonna, tidbit. 50, yeah. 58 offered me a trade for a player that's on his bench right now. Okay. <laughs> and uh, are you considering it? Are you considering this blockbuster offer from 58? No, thank you. All right. Well, at least 58 is trying out there, trying to wheel and deal before the trade deadline. Uh, but, uh, Sounds like uh, it's not going to be enough to entice uh, two men to one man leave to make that trade. But uh, good try, 58. Good try. But, uh, yeah, so you're going to have to, Zooks, you're going to have to uh, sweat it out this whole week, hoping that Chubb can get those two negative tests before this weekend. 
<laughs> All right, so fun. our next matchup, uh, Joe, very, he's going to be going up against Autodraft Squishy. Squishy, of course, came out with his second win. But this one, uh, Variant looks like he's going to get back on the winning track here. Uh, his winning streak was broken, but he's going to quietly try to start a new one um, and move up that board. Uh, I think this is going to be an easy week. Uh, should be a a uh, simple victory for Variant. Uh, anyone of you guys disagree with that? Uh, no. He has DeAndre Swift on his bench, doesn't even need him. Enough said. Yeah, it's going to be a great bounce-back week uh, for Variant to start that uh, title run this week. All right. Number one man, Wolfpack, in that next matchup versus Stinky. And uh, Wolfpack had a tough loss this past weekend. Uh, but it's looking like he might get Russell Wilson back this weekend. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, another week, uh, should be a little bit healthier, a little bit more effective. He probably isn't going to leave Connor on the bench this time. So, uh, you know, unless, unless uh, Stanky boys and Luke himself can get something going here, uh, Wolfpack hopefully will be able to Pull a win out, which would bring him to five and five, which would drop Stinky to five and five. What do you mean, Stinky boys and Luke? Luke's the one running this whole team. He's the brains <laughs> behind the whole operation. <laughs> what are you talking about right now? Now, if if Stinky boy wins, is it Luke in charge and, and vice versa? If they lose, how is how does this team run? I, I'm still still confused. You Seriously, know, I don't. I don't know if they actually win. I do not know how the purse is distributed. I have no clue. I'm pretty sure Stan's gonna try to take credit for everything, and he's telling his. I'm sure he's telling Luke, "Hey, just keep it quiet, all right? This is this is me who did it all. <laughs> he's gonna try and take the credit for everything. Yeah, he is. He is gonna try. That's for sure. Oh man! All right. So that next matchup is Kuhn the Gang and TLA. A uh, little Vegas uh, rivalry here. Uh, TLA, uh, well, he did have to suffer the consequences of shunning the podcast last week. Uh, will his team be able to bounce back, or will this curse continue to hound him? And Kuhn and the gang might come out with a victory that was maybe not necessarily predicted. No, not going to happen. TLA is going to score 60 this week. It's oh so close. He's cool. he's gonna go out one point every week till he comes back on the podcast and redeems himself. <laughs> oh, I just hope the curse has uh, hit my team this week, but I certainly understand TLA. But you know, Koo and the gang has been one of the top scoring teams in the league all all week, so I expect him to really uh, have an outstanding performance again. Yeah. Well, the the tough thing, uh, Rod, for TLA, the only way for TLA to get back on the podcast is to hit that top score of the week, but will the curse prevent him from getting be able to do that? And it just might be a snowball effect. Yeah, you know what? There's no way he's going to get the high point score this week. <laughs> Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Right, we shall see. And it doesn't that- make sense to shun the podcast when you live next door. <laughs> And so, well, one of the candidates of the top score of the week again might be you, Ron. Two man to one man lead. You've got the A team. This is going to be a big one. Uh, A team just got into that first place spot. Uh, you certainly are looking to take him down and get 
closer within striking distance of that first place spot. But it is going to be a close match right now uh, as these lineups are set up right now. Although we know that you guys may be changing your lineup. But about a 141-31 to 139-28 prediction. That's basically a pick em game. Uh, who yeah. knows if he's going to have Aaron Rodgers. But he has w- went on his bench there. So this is going to be a close one. Yeah, I have to commend an A-team. Like, he's been managing the hell out of his team this year. He's doing a great job right now. And for him to be in first place right now, kudos to him. And honestly, this is – it's going to be tight. This is a toss-up matchup this week. And one I'm looking forward to, you know, battling. And hopefully I can win. But if I don't, you know what? I'm not going to feel bad about it. You know, well-deserving. That's your that that praise was magnanimous in of AT. But I don't know if it's because you're gonna go against them this weekend or what. I've never heard you wax so poetic uh, uh, on an opponent before, there, Ron. Well, you know what? I've been watching him the whole season. He's making good moves, very sound moves. So where he's at, he's in first place right now. He's earned it. I you know? guess. I I. I yeah, I was surprised, uh, Wanzi. I would, I would think he would reserve some of that credit for you. Hey, you're not top liver. You're at second place, and you are the top scorer of the week. Well, this is going to be the matchup of the week. I feel, you know, Kittle just came back, you know, and uh, I think two man enters ready to just take off, and uh, and A team is the perfect opponent to uh, to battle wits with, and in the end. I think the winner of this uh, this match is going to be probably the uh, the winner of the season. I, I imagine they're going to be probably uh, right there in the top, you know, three or four to finish in the season for the you know for the final game. So it's going to be awesome to watch this matchup, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, you know one of these guys just taking the lead. All right, get yeah, your popcorn you know, ready this weekend. Hey, I would have, I would have definitely given Zuxilla's way more praise, but he will not accept the Cacao Talk promo code, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for the, you know, you know, I'm waiting for the, uh, uh, the, the promotion. I'm waiting for the platinum package to happen. Usually, Same when you Mike. sign up, New Mike. Verizon, you get a Verizon plan. You get an iPhone. You get. <laughs> A platinum package for Cacao Talk. So yeah. I'm waiting for that promotion. Same invitation goes out to Mike. Wolfpack, <laughs> come on, man. Same invitation. Oh, man. It's going to turn the season around, I promise. <laughs> All right. So then the, and then the final, uh, I guess, quote unquote match uh, is uh, me, the bye week. Uh, victorious, he's going to get the bye week matchup this week. And so. This is going to be a pretty easy win for Victorious, although he's gotten hurt with Derrick Henry out. Uh, the antidote for that is a matchup against the Rum Shaker. Yeah, but you know what? This is going to be a very interesting matchup because this is a blood matchup. Brother against brother. Old line against young line. <laughs> I like it. Guys, I was on a plane and I watched... Uh... The Furious, the last Fast and the Furious, I think it was number 15 or 16. And it was you know, <laughs> the Battle of the Brothers, you know, where Dom, Dom and Jacob. So I, I, I think this is going to be, you know, one of those unsung matches. And it might cause a, a little disruption for the family turkey. 
Yeah, you know, um, I, I right? expect I expect this matchup to be very close. It'll be very close. You know, I I I have first of all, I don't get that reference because I have not seen one of the Fast and Furious movie. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, you should binge watch that right now. Oh <laughs> Up lord, until the Sunday, so you oh, get ready for. God. This, okay. You're gonna climb your way out of the cellar right here with this. Yeah, he, right? you're off the podcast, Troy. You're off the podcast. <laughs> but uh, over. I, 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 I haven't been able to bring myself to watch one of those yet. But, uh, oh, but yes, God. but uh, yes, you're right. Is brother versus brother, and it, this would mean a lot more if my team had any chance in this league. But because of the situation I find the rum shakers in, uh, it's just very disheartening. And like I said, I, it just feels like this every week, every week I could have, if I could have just had the better matchup, I maybe I've pulled up a W, but no. So I'm not expecting much different, uh, you know, but uh, well, well it might help to put a tight end in FYI. <laughs> All right. It might help. It might, it may not. I don't know. But, you know, uh, it's, I guess this is the perfect time uh, that, you know, bringing up Victorious here because we do have a voicemail into the podcast. And uh, it is uh, uh, a question to Wanzi. So let's go ahead and listen to the voicemail. Yeah, I got to question part for you. Uh, number one, <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, tips or suggestions on who I should pick up? Because after Derek Henry, my team is starting to uh, tank. And number two, uh, what state are you living in now? Uh, are you trying to run away from the FBI, the CIA, the mafia? What, what's your what's the backstory of you? Alright, I'll uh, give the answer to you. All right, so again, that's a voicemail from uh, uh, Victorious VIC, uh, hailing out of Brea, California. Uh, so, uh, Wanzi, uh, first part of that question, uh, again, just to reiterate, he's wondering if you have any advice of how he can survive uh, the loss of Derrick Henry. What can he make? Well, definitely, I think, the team V-I-C-T-O-R-I-S needs to <laughs> victory, victory, team victory needs to uh, definitely make a trade, number one, uh, because this is it. You know, he's going to have to climb up out of the, uh, you know, it's tough having uh, your top player out for the season, but I think every team manager deals with injuries. So I think a trade would be uh, in order. Uh, for two, I am Half I spend half my time in Vegas, the other time in Salt Lake City. So I have a, a house there as well, and uh, I, <laughs> wait, I spend time out again. in Salt Lake. Wait, wait, so, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. wait you have wait, a house in Utah? this round again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you know, I knew it was going to say, I, 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 I was like, I was, I was actually going to ask this question because I was like, okay, I was kind of clear. I kind of forgotten the last time you were on. And you said, where were you at? I was like, I, I didn't remember right now. I was like, I, I remember something about Salt Lake City, but I didn't know if you were back in Washington or what. So I was like, this is a great question because 
I needed to know too. But are you? I I'm going. I'm re- rewinding again. Are you now telling me again you're actually half the time in Las Vegas again? I I do spend uh, not as much time in Vegas as I'd like because I oh, want to check no. out the two hands corn dog. Korean corn dog. That oh, my oh don't change the subject. Oh, don't gosh. change the subject. How come you don't contact Troy in Vegas? Wait, don't <laughs> tell me. Are you still in the house that's on the other side of the 250? <laughs> no, we we oh. moved from there. We, uh, oh, we, no. we bought another house in Vegas. And then, but another house in uh, Salt Lake City where I'm spending, uh, you know, a lot of time, especially in the winter, uh, has probably the best snow. Uh, one of the best areas for snow. We're really enjoying the uh, the season, but I do get a chance to go back to Vegas. Uh, you know, probably every other week for about three days. So, but we should. <laughs> but we every should have. Other week. Uh-huh. We should have. Wait, uh, wait, 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 we're not moving on just yet, Wanzi. Okay. So, oh, no. okay. Well, back to the season. But wouldn't you want to spend? Uh, oh, wait, time well, out. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up and then listen. Okay. <laughs> but wouldn't you want to spend more winter in Vegas and more uh, the summer in Salt Lake? Well, the snow is exceptional uh, in Salt Lake. Yeah. You know, and and unlike Colorado, to go to the mountain, it's like 35, 40 minutes. So it's actually probably, and they got great snow plows. You know, as soon as, it, as soon as the little snow touches the ground, there's a uh-huh. snow plow out there, you know, pushing all that out of the way. So, uh, you know, the last three years uh, in Salt Lake, we've been really enjoying the weather and the season, seasonality. But you're absolutely right. Tora, you want to be in Vegas for the winter. And if you don't like snow, you definitely de- definitely want to be uh, in Vegas. <laughs> so, so are you still in the this area? Are you still in the Summerlin part of town? Yes. Oh my South, South Summerlin. <laughs> Southern Summerlin. Southern Summerlin. Oh my yeah. goodness. So, <laughs> uh, it it was kind of you know uh, this is a, I feel like this is a Aaron Rodgers type of thing where you're. You're being dubious. You made it appear that you were out of the Vegas market last time. You're like, ah, oh, we're in Salt Lake City. When actually you've been actually here this whole time still, just in a different part of Summerlin? Well, you know, sometimes... Uh... Okay, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. So you must be uh, co- you must be consulting again with... Uh, Joe Rogan for real estate advice or something on how to explain or where you're living. Wait, well, so wait. you're in Vegas three days a week. Yes, that's what you said, right? Yes. <laughs> oh my! And you have every, other, every no every other week though. Every other week. So every I'm other actually, week. Right, right. Not every every three days. You know, so you who goes back six and days forth? a month? Yeah. You, just so, just you. Just me. I just go back and forth. Oh my god! My family's in Salt Lake. You you had all this time to be able to redeem your Thunderdome code at two hands, <laughs> and you haven't even done that yet. <laughs> we could have at least met hey. up. At, we could have met up at the Thunderdome. Uh, wait, wait, hey, wait! I, I just got I just got an update. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, two hands promo code has just been revoked. <laughs> Well, you know, in Vegas, you if, as a resident there, you never go to the strip unless there's family in town, right? 
So those that live in Vegas, we know we just stick to our own suburbs and don't even go to the other side, Henderson oh or any other parts. We don't cross that divide. Oh, oh, sure, sure. Now that you talk about how why you can't go to <laughs> Corn Dog, oh, now now you're a Las Vegas resident, huh? Now now you're uh, one of us, huh? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I I I you know so, but I guess I do have a question about Salt Lake uh, while we're on that. Uh, subject too, since you're a Salt Lake uh, uh, expert also. Uh, so 58 has been dealing with low alcohol soju called noju. Uh, so be in Salt Lake City, uh, what a, are, do you just drink noju there too? Or what do you do for soju up in uh, Salt Lake? So this is, I really found your guys' conversation about the noju uh, in Arizona, very fascinating because in, in Utah, there's a statewide uh, mandate that you can't go above 3% on the alcohol content. Right. If it's, if it's a draft. <laughs> no. So if you get a draft, you know, anywhere, a tap, anywhere in the state, it's going to be 3% or less. Right. Any, oh any alcohol. It's the craziest. So I always get a bottle. So true bottle service is only should be only done in in Utah because the bottle has a full you know jolt. They don't make a, a reduced content. Well, you so, know that's not true. The beers reduce content too. The the highest you can go on a on a beer is like four percent. Yeah, it's really limited uh, yeah. of what you so can 4% get. So four percent is not is not. It's like near beer too. But yeah, if it's if it's uh, from a tap. You know, if they have to pour it for you, uh-huh. yeah, there's a, there's a restriction on how much alcohol can be in it. So that's yeah. why most of the guys, they just drink, uh, you know, bottle. Yeah, but like state. I said, yeah. but even the bottles are, are lower alcohol percentage than normal. Well, no, not necessarily. <laughs> They're usually, if you go, you know, get one of those, uh, any, any beers actually that any import or any bottle, it's, they can't reduce it. So they don't make a, a bottle for Utah. They wait, do. So, they so do. No, so no ju. Wait. So no ju in Utah is half the alcohol <laughs> content that it is in Arizona. Is that what? Is that what you're saying? You get fully leaded uh, if it's a bottle. So I tried. You know. So soju, all that stuff. If you get the bottle in Utah. Now here's the thing, though. You could only buy beer, or I'm sorry, you can only buy liquor. You could buy beer and wine at you know markets. But you can only buy liquor like whiskey, soju, at a liquor store. Right, but so, that has to be it has what? to be a state-run store, yes. right? It's like, a state-run you, store, right? You so know? Do you know what? Do you know what the DBA store is in in Salt Lake? No, DBA liquor store or so, no. or DHC or I, I forget what the name is. I was, I was just trying to figure it out. I, like, so can can anyone go in there and buy like the whiskey bottles or whatever the hard liquor in those stores, or do you need like a permit to go in there? No, you can. It's open to the public as long as you're of age. And okay. uh, every Friday, Saturday, you. The interesting thing is, you know, the LDS people they mm-hmm. profess not to drink, but I was speaking to a, a wine distributor that used to work for Anheuser Busch. Yeah, and he said. The amount of alcohol they sell in Utah would make the people that say they drink raging alcoholics. Right. There's a lot of closet drinking going on in Utah. Well, yeah, so that'd be interesting. But you know what? I, I, I want you to go check again because I'm telling you, I, I, I'm thinking maybe the beer 
uh, and they call it, I forget what they call it, like heavy beer, uh, which is considered like the higher alcohol. I, I bet that that beer that you buy in those stores may have the full alcohol percentage. But if you buy a beer like at the, like a convenience store or uh, a supermarket, they're all, they are actually lower percentages than, say, you would get in Las Vegas. They don't go over, I want to say they don't go over 4%, at, at most 5% uh, that you buy. Because normally when we go to a ski trip out there, that's the whole reason why we bring our beer and everything up there. Because of the beer that you buy in the market with, is near beer. But I, I think in those stores, the beer may be full alcoholic, which they call heavy beer. But if you were just to go to a market or even in the in most of the restaurants, it's the beer is actually lower alcohol than than what you would get uh, out of Utah. Yeah, and check- that, pro- that probably makes sense. I'll check that. But and, and check in and report to you. But, you know, like we say, we just drink a, a couple more. All right. That's <laughs> right? true. Yeah. That's hey, are are we still it. talking about football? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just want to make you sure, Wanzi, I might be there in March sometime. So, uh, unlike you, I will be uh, may, I will be hitting you up and expect you to show me where these uh, these great liquor stores are or what have you. This sounds like the perfect state for 58. <laughs> Him and his noju. Yep. But, but uh, noju might be too strong there. <laughs> You know, now now that uh, you you had to confess uh, this uh, fact about Las Vegas, but you still be in Las Vegas, I I will have to admit that there is one one thing that I have to admit also, Wanzi. There, although I know that your you know Wanzi's been your nickname, and you know Warren is actually your name, but and I don't know why this is. Do you do you know? Were you freshman roommates with either Eddie or Euchre or Ron or or how did you guys meet in San Diego? So yeah, that's an interesting story. So I was not freshman roommates, and we we met through uh, KCF, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, so it was more of a just a you know second season or you know not the fr- not freshman year. Yeah. But I was because I was at uh, Roosevelt now used to be called fifth college but now okay. it's roosevelt so we're kind of the excluded group offside the campus where all the <laughs> interna- international students were so we were the true hippies out there in uh you know woodstock land at uh, in san diego okay it, it's interesting that you mentioned kcf because that that goes that's kind of connected with with my story because when i first went to go visit everyone down in ucsd you know eddie euchre ron and what have you um and and I got introduced to you, and, and so you guys, you were living with them. This must have been the sophomore year, I guess. But anyways, you know, it, I'm I drunk. introduced to you. And <laughs> I, I know Wands is your nickname, but for some reason, this whole time, I didn't think you were Korean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought, but I thought I, were... I recently found this out, that Troy thought this, and I thought he was on crack or I something. thought I thought oh, okay. I thought I I thought you were Japanese or something like that. And so I'm, this uh-huh. this says a couple of things. One, uh, the whole reason. Uh, or, and so at that time, I do remember <laughs> asking someone. I don't know if it was Ron or Eddie, but I said, "Hey, so where'd you where'd you meet this guy, Wanzi?" And then you know, 
Uh, oh, we, we met him, at, or we go to KCF with him. And I said, oh, really? He could, I, I said, he goes to KCF? And, uh, you know, they're like, just, you know, came. And then. Uh, no, 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 you're mistaken. I said, he goes to KCF. He said, and then I said, oh, yeah, for the women. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that's probably true, too. Okay. So, related to that. So, the reason why I was, like, kind of like, oh, he goes to KCF was because I was thinking you were Japanese. And I'm like, he's, he, I guess. I guess he just hangs out with a lot of Koreans, I guess, as he's going to KCF. And then Ron's like, oh, it's because of the women. And I was like, oh, he likes Korean girls, I guess. I guess he's Japanese, he likes Korean girls. Let's make this. And then, and then I was like thinking when, when, uh, so I'm thinking it's the Korean part that looks, that I'm kind of questioning. And they, and I realize now they must have been thinking, you know, knowing that you're Korean, they must have been thinking, yeah, I guess you're wondering why this pagan would, would come to KCF just yeah. Uh, why is this pagan guy going to a Christian group? Like I don't know. I don't know why he's coming to a Christian group. I I was wondering why a Japanese guy is going to a Korean group, but I realize now with the question, they were thinking, yeah, I don't know why this guy's coming to a Christian group. This guy. No. And then Ron, Ron went actually well, it's in... for the girls. It's for the girls. That's why he's coming to our Christian group. No, but like, oh, you know what though? Okay. In KCF, Juan was probably the least pagan. <laughs> I'll tell you, oh, I I still get this from people. I, they say, "Are you sure you're Korean? Like your parents are Korean?" I go, "Yeah," <laughs> you know. And my wife, she gets that same thing too. So I she she's Korean. It's like, yeah. So we're like probably the un-Korean Korean. <laughs> but I'll have to tell you, uh, San. I don't know what San Diego was uh, now, but back then, I I don't know if there was a uh, you know there was pretty slim pickets for women. You know, I think oh, yeah. I, I went to East, I went to my buddy's USC graduation. Now mm-hmm. USC is the place for the uh, the gals. Now you know, so yeah, it's uh, it's it was definitely not for the woman. It was for the fellowship. <laughs> I keep saying because I'll tell you, the best year I had was rooming with Ron and Bear. Uh, oh uh, my you gosh. know, this was this was the, you know the epitome of. I think college life is to be <laughs> off campus, living better than some people's uh, parents as yeah. college students, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I have to say, you know, Lonzi, we should have invested in a condo there. <laughs> <laughs> oh exactly. my god, we'd be we'd oh. have an extra million dollars in our pocket. We'd be real estate moguls if we bought something. Absolutely, yeah, it's true. You you could have you could have all you could have needed to learn in college. You could have done it by just investing in condos. Well, I never heard of a place uh, so fancy called the Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, are you kidding me? The Renaissance—that's where—that's the complex you lived in. What are you talking was... about? We were slumming. It was—it was, it was <laughs> terrible that we had to share a laundry machine and dryer. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I think about the kids now. You know, college tuition. I think some of us are paying college tuition up to 70 75,000 a year and I say wow <laughs> uh, these are strange times indeed for uh for us you know looking back 20 years 30 years later man and so and and to tie this all up this whole uh weren't sure if you're a Korean or not you know it's up until this time when Ron's been bringing up cacao talk you know and I'll be like yeah why did you do a cacao talk which again <laughs> doesn't make any sense but if now, even more, the one thing that uh, that we didn't bring up 
were like, I was like, or maybe Ron might have said it once. He was like, yeah, how can you be Korean and not do cacao talk? And I was, in my mind, I was kind of thinking, well, that's because Wanzi's not Korean. Like, he, 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 it doesn't have the same effect. He's not going to, why would he want? But now that I know for sure you're Korean, yes, you have no you should be on the Korean-based messaging app. You should be uh, supporting it. You and Pac-Man now for sure. Now that I know everyone is, yeah, well, get on Kakao Talk, you fools. Hey, but you WhatsApp, Messenger, Signal, I mean, how many, you know, <laughs> sites are there? But I could definitely understand why Pac-Man is not on Kakao Talk. You know, I told you he was a club promoter in, uh, in uh, Boston. And, so you're uh, telling me that as soon as he puts, like, either, well, obviously, that number one wolf pack, that must be his handle where all the Ajimas can find him. So he's oh, going to yeah. have to make another handle uh, that will put him in incognito so all those Korean Ajimas can't find him, ask him where the new Velfare is or something like that. Wait, so basically what you're telling me, Wanzi, is Mike is depriving us of all getting books. That's messed up, man. <laughs> Yeah, booking. <laughs> That's what he's afraid of. Oh, All God. those Ajimas uh, now. That's messed up, dude. They're hotties. They're hotties, man. Oh. You know, and by the way, there's a, there's a great Netflix uh, movie uh, called Miss Granny that talks about a grandmother uh, going back to her uh, 20s. And so that might be a cop talk refresher for a Pac-Man. Uh, right. So really good movie if you guys want to check it out. <laughs> I gotta meet Pac-Man. He's the only one that I don't know in this league. Well, I bet you, I bet you right now, uh, I'm pretty sure out of all these, one of these every other weekend that Wanzi's been here, I bet you Pac-Man has met him out here in one of these weekends, these one of these every other weekends. Well, we gotta do a Thunderdome golf tourney or something, <laughs> you know? And then, uh, and then finish it up at... Uh, you know, uh, Goyaman, Sushi yes. Goyaman, right? Hey, we don't Vegas. need no Sushi Goyaman when we, when we <laughs> can go to two, two hands corn dog, a corn dog in each hand for you. No, no, no. Let's, let's not digress. Let's go like high scale. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't. Oh, Why, by the way, what do they do with those corn dogs to make them so good? My kids love the corn dog, you know, and they get the half and half cheese and sausage one. And I was like, can't you get like full sausage and full cheese in one? In one? Is it, why is it half and half? Hey, so, or... uh, so let me text you the uh, comment email box to the franchise and uh, I, I, <laughs> offline I'll send that to you. Well, I have no control. I have no control. What you do is, that's why you get one in each hand. You get a full sausage corn dog in one hand and a full cheese corn dog in the other hand. He, they're supposed to have one in, in each hand, Wanzi. Don't make them get just one to half and half. Buy your kids splurge. Get them two. This this store in Salt Lake literally was empty. There's like nobody in this store. I go, this this Korean whoever bought this store is gonna go bankrupt. Then they got the they got the K dog in, and all of a sudden I've never seen that store so busy. Literally, the K-Dog saved their store. So I believe the two-hand store is going <laughs> to save America. <laughs> Come by with your family. It's free forever for you. <laughs> save America. You're doing an awesome job. Oh, man. All right. It was good reminiscing. Uh, 
good luck to you guys this week. Good luck uh, to everyone's matchup. And uh, like uh, Wandy does, like Ron does, eh, everybody out there, go get something good to eat. <laughs>